Welcome to Healing at the Heart of the Matter. Each episode offers profound insights to understanding the unseen influences and hidden dynamics behind your deepest issues so that you may actually live your heart's desire. For when we heal at the heart of the matter, matter transforms. I'm Krista Gerard, the founder of the Center for Systemic Healing, and joined today by my lovely co-host, Megan Kunzorek. Hi, Megan. How are you doing? I'm so great, Krista. Thanks for asking. I'm excited about starting our podcast today. So let's yes. dive right in. Today, we are going to talk about systemic family constellation work, which is the basis of our podcast. So, Krista, can you explain systemic family constellation work and, and give us a, a brief history of, of the work? Uh, definitely. That's, that's what we're here for today. And, you know, in kind of preparing for this, I was reflecting on this and um, just really became in touch with um, how this work imparts a real, it's just a total shift in perception and uh, almost a reorientation to life. And I thought I would just start out by speaking to that um, maybe with a just a little example and exercise that our listeners um, can relate to when I say that as opposed to like talking to the head. Let's just see if we can uh, drop into that a little bit. So here we are um, being ourselves uh, with our personal uh, personal consciousness and moving through life with whatever we have been working hard to find that supports us. And that may look like many different things to different people. But what I've found is there's, there's a missing part that, that in all of our very sincere endeavors to grow, and to become more. There are parts of us that still feel like a disconnection or an, an emptiness, that there's something missing. And we may have spent 20 years. Uh, we may have spent five years. So I know we have all different realms of listeners uh, with us today. But... Uh, it's not unusual for for people to have spent 20 years um, very sincerely seeking uh, answers to their deepest issues and a, a quest for peace and wholeness, and there's still something missing. So this work is really a reorientation um, if we just kind of imagine for a minute, you know, we just maybe just take a breath because who who couldn't use to take just a breath and kind of drop into their body and just feel how it feels to be you. Um, 
our listeners today and how, how life is unfolding or not unfolding and where there may be um, beautiful blessings in your life and some areas that are burdened and how, how does that feel in the body? And when we become in touch with that, maybe just feel into where does your body go for support? Do we go into uh, a spiritual practice? And when we think about that, does that take us into our head or into our heart? Um, so just become aware of your back, you know, and what, what do you feel like what's standing back there supporting you? What's, what's under your feet and, and what's behind your back supporting you? as we're kind of doing this little exercise. And just kind of check in and see if it feels like it doesn't have the support that you would like to have um, or maybe have never felt before. And then I'm going to just kind of bring in this, this shift in perception and this reorientation by speaking to life. And the aspect of life that so many of us are really not in touch with, and that is the continuation of life. What Just the word itself, life, is forward movement. It is a continuous movement. It's a natural, it's one of the most, it is naturally occurring. Um, so you would think it wouldn't be that hard to drop into, but for a lot of us, this is actually kind of a foreign concept. So I just invite you just to imagine, uh, behind you how far life goes. It's, we're going back through the ages and as we go back through the ages and we kind of stand back there and we look forward, um, we become in touch with the fact that nothing stops life. We may die, but life continues moving. It is its own force. And to become in touch with that is really powerful. And so from those ancient times, from those tribal ways of connecting and belonging and inclusion and feeling safe down through our ancestral lineage, our very specific ancestral lineage, and down to our great-grandparents and our grandparents and our parents, feeling all of this moving to us like a, a, a beautiful Roman fountain. It's just a natural movement and becoming aware of your back and opening up your back to receive it. And as this moves in, we become aware that we are the leading edge of consciousness in our family image, lineage. We're the leading edge of consciousness in our family lineage. So to feel that in your body is, for me, at least in my experience, um, that's like a huge shift, 
I can feel it in my body. I can feel it in the cells of my body. Uh, I feel larger. I take up more space. I can feel the spaciousness. That is kind of a embodied answer to just cracking the door open to everything that's involved with more of the principles of systemic family constellation work. So um, I don't know. How, how was that for you, Megan? Did that? Yes, I love that. Absolutely. I love, I love how you answered the question because it, it was an experience. You answered it without words, but actually through, hey, I got to experience the, like you said, the door, the crack. Um, opening to systemic family constellation work. And I got to say, my experience is, is that that brought me to, it almost woke me up in the moment and opened my eyes. And, and I got to experience, I am this present moment of all the life that has been, that has been, that has been throughout the years that is, and I'm the, I'm the now. And how, how beautiful is to have that my body like tingles when it's like, when it recognizes know. that I am, I am now. It's, I it's, know. I know. It's exciting. It's, it's that energy, the life flow. It is. It's extraordinary. And, and for me, that's the, that's what I notice is kind of the, the missing link because we're, uh, you know, contemporary life is uh, disconnected uh, in different ways from the foundational parts of our being. And so this is systemic family constellation work really addresses the roots of our being and what it is to be human. And so what is the work so we can become in touch with that perspective um, and feel its power. And really that was the whole journey right there. So, you know, what is it that, that doesn't allow us to access this um, in our lives, in our current issues? So with the constellation work, we are addressing current day issues as having their source in the family's past because we can feel how connected we truly are. But this is what happens as, um, as we events and conditions that were in the family's past um, are affecting us today. So through our heart, through our soul, and now we know through our DNA and the science of epigenetics is showing us literally that the conditions and events in a family's past are alive in us today. And that is, that is our work that we're doing. That's how we're becoming in touch with, um, you know, accessing our authentic inheritance so that we are not carrying uh, what actually doesn't belong to us. So and that sense of disconnection and emptiness and the sense that something could be missing uh, it could, could be coming from not us, but actually epigenetics from our history, from a, an ancestor. Definitely. It could be a sense of anything. It could be, you know, a sense of sadness or 
depression or issues with health or issues with career. Really, what any sector of your life, this is what I always, uh, you know, share with um, my clients and students, is anything that might keep you awake at night uh, is an issue for a constellation um, because it's amazing how these themes and these patterns repeat. Um, they may not look exactly like they did in the past, but uh, the, the core attributes of them are present with us. Uh, continuing forward until we address them. So, and I think sometimes they shift or we think that we finally figured it out and finally gotten <laughs> over the barrier, and, but then it creeps up in a different way. And I, and I do believe that, that we can get a sense of, hey, this is a pattern, not just in me, but in my family. I see it in my aunt. I see it in my, in my grandfather. So, so this work does shine a shine a light, and then and then what does the work? How can the work help um, transform the, the, that disconnection and, and those issues? I will. I will. I'll tell you that by by just kind of sharing. Um, I'll share that uh, in this way. When we when those events, those difficult events in that the family's past happened, um, they, cr- they created anchoring points or imprints. And it's that which we're connected to. So because many of those uh, anchoring points are traumatic, it, it caused like an energetic exclusion. And sometimes that exclusion is was literal. Um, you know, someone went off to war and didn't come back. A mother died in childbirth. It was too painful to speak about. What, whatever it is that's too much for the person to be present with, um, there's that disconnection. But we in a later generation are connected to it in this way. So, the amazing thing about this work is we can connect very specifically to a person. Um, when I'm working with my client, I'm just connecting to, you know, what it is within them that's heavy in their heart or difficult in their life and discerning where in the family system it may source back to. And when we can bring uh, that person and see that person or see that event and actually allow them to be with it in a way that maybe they never were before, um, there's a strength that comes to them because the truth is there's a strength. It belongs with them. It doesn't belong with us. And when we're doing that, many things are happening in in that uh, in that moment. It's like this domino effect. So as they're becoming more in touch with taking their place in the family system with wholeness, we are relieved 
from being identified with it and relieved on many, many, many different layers and levels. So it's it's this amazing balancing act, uh, action that occurs that's quite beautiful and um, and quite quite profound and it changes things on a on a very deep level it's like it's 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 pretty extraordinary to i have this i have this quote here krista about systemic family constellation work and that your your work specifically probes the secret soul or conscience of the family or system to reveal the hidden dynamics of love Mm. Yes. So what can you talk a little bit more about what what is driving this? What are what are the hidden dynamics of love? Well, here's here's the thing. What we're, you know, what we're experiencing in our life is really burdensome. Um, you know, we could have just all the different ways we could have children that are suffering um, we could have health whatever it is that's burdensome and we may be doing our best to avoid it uh, whatever it is that doesn't look like love through this work we connect back to the fact that it is connected to love so um and I, I gotta say, I gotta say, it's so you know to to go to look at our problems in a way that that maybe we judge how we behave or how others behave, but when we look at it from the perspective of yeah, but they're doing it out of love or we're doing it out of love, it, it changes the it changes life. You get sourced by it. That's right. I mean, that's that's the other, you know. So so that's another part of that shift uh, in perception and reorientation. I mean, it's really reorientation. Um, it's pretty altering to begin to expand uh, to to hold to hold it that way. Um, it's it's. It's different. It's, you know, we're working with inclusion. So whatever, you know, we have pushed away, whatever we have repressed, not just us, but our family, and usually in our pushing away and repression and resistance, uh, there's a resonance of how it's been done in the family before. But the truth is, when we move through it, and here's the trick. We can't step around it. We move through it with grace and, and depth with this work. It's the moving through it that brings us in touch with the love. Yes. And yeah. I want to go back to my original question. So we talked a, bit, a little bit about systemic family constellation work. You gave us a, a, an experience of it. Now, can you give a brief history of the work? And then I want, to, I want to transition over into your specific, unique approach to systemic family constellation. So if we can talk about the history of it, where it came from. Uh, yes, definitely. Um, so I'm, I'm going to answer the way I answer um, for me, the originator of the work, and, and for a great majority of the world, the originator of the work. 
um, is Bert Hellinger, uh, a psychotherapist in Germany that uh, really developed this work um, in post-war Germany in in the in that potent climate of working with clients, uh, you know, in the years following World War II and the Holocaust. So for me, um, my personal relationship to its origins is it actually grew from the heart of the wound. And uh, so this work has been around for over 30 years, and there are people doing it on every continent, and, you know, hundreds of thousands of constellations are, are, are being done. It's a little newer to most people here in the United States, but, um, but we are here with it. And it was in, in that potency of that, you know, intense environment that he began to observe that as part of a family system, everyone has the right to belong. And it's when these, you know, when there's a difficult fate, a heartbreak, a trauma, that's, that's when these imprints or exclusions or anchoring points occur. Um, the way I think then you asked how have I developed um, my way of doing it. Um, for me, this work is out of the head in the body. So there'll probably be other podcasts where we do something a little experiential that uh, our head gets such a workout in modern day life, you know. It's just to drop into the body and uh, our body is showing us things that a lot of times we don't want to see. So we kind of attend to that, but we're in the heart. And uh, for me, once I drop into the heart, my shoulders relax and I can be more in touch with the feminine. So my way of, of working uh, really kind of keeps me uh, less intervention oriented and more spacious and more open to really what, what wants to unfold in the moment that will bring us more completeness and whatever it is that my client's soul is up to. And, um, that's a beautiful mystery in itself. I love it. Now, can you give our listeners a little bit of a, a visual? How does this, how, how, how do you set up a constellation? What kinds of constellations are there? Um, well, there, uh, I don't know how we're doing on time. Do you, how we're doing on time? We're doing great on time. Okay, cool. Um, so, so there's, we just touched on some of the, uh, you know, kind of the perceptions with the work that come with the holding of the work. And so now, like, the little, the, the nuts and bolts of what we're doing. So what we're doing is we're really accessing this energetic informational field. 
um, whether we're doing it in a group workshop, whether I'm doing it over the phone or Skype or in an immersion learning program, um, when we get to the work, we're accessing what the biophysicists call the morphogenic field. And it is this resonance field of belonging. It is a field of consciousness. So you could say it's a family consciousness. We have our personal consciousness. We have the collective consciousness. And then we have this other, this in, this inherited uh, family mind or family consciousness. For me, I work very energetically. So... I just always feel like uh, saying it's a energetic informational field of the family. And uh, I would do a little interview with a client, allowing them to get in touch with what it is that's, you know, difficult in their life or heavy in their heart that they would like to be different. And then I would probably discern uh, where to start. Where, where in their family system, uh, in this moment, uh, holds the most resource and most movement for, for that issue, where it might be most connected. And I'll just talk about if we're working in the group, um, from the group setting, the client would choose people out of the group to represent family members. Uh, without knowing much of anything. So this isn't about, you know, talk therapy or psychodrama. There's really not much that's known, doesn't need to be. And the client places them in the circle as it feels comfortable, appropriate to them for the moment. The client sits down, and from the time the representatives are placed in the circle, they become in touch with some true energetic that has to do with the person, place, or thing that they're representing. And we start there. And it's just very simple body cues and uh, responses to that energy, um, to the person that they're representing, that starts to guide us. And... The other thing that I would really point out about working in the circle this way is this, it's a visceral experience of the unified field. So what we're in touch with is in this work, there's always a force that's moving to reconnect what appeared to be separate. So, yes, the facilitator is very present and uh, very participatory in the work, but it's this holding field that we're connecting to um, that is allowing solutions to emerge, uh, just come to light. And as they come to light, things shift on a very deep level. So I think that's probably a good explanation um, for yes. for that today. You know, don't want to get too much deeper with I that. I agree. And one yeah. comment on that, it's like the field figuratively and literally has our back. I love that. Mm, mm. 
I love that. Love that. Yeah. <laughs> Let's write that down. <laughs> that, right. Yeah, you, you brought up so many um, uh, con- new conversations uh, that we could, we could extend from there, especially yeah. talking about the field. That's and and we do know that that is that is going to be this, the the uh, topic for an upcoming uh, podcast. We do, yeah, so I love that. I love thank you for that. Um, the different ways that we do it. Um, I just mentioned that we can. Uh, I'm a great percentage of my work now is over the phone or. Skype and that makes maybe makes up maybe eighty percent of my uh, client base right now. We do it in workshops, um, like a day. We take a day and, and explain we how many together. people are in the workshop. How many? How many? How does that look? Um, it can, you know, it can look any different way. It can look like six people. It can look like twelve people. It can look like twenty people. Um, uh, you know, it's, it's how it unfolds for that, for that day. It can look like a large, I mean, it can look like 50 people if it wants to. Mm-hmm. I'm, I personally tend to like to work with a little smaller group. I like the intimacy of it. Um, but, uh, yeah, it can look, Anyway, it's who, what the, you know, what the field brings together for that day that I totally trust that day or that weekend or that three days or whatever, um, whatever type of format that I'm working with. Um, so is that helpful? Is that it is. And just to yeah. clarify, the client doesn't need the family there. There are actually other participants in the workshop being representatives for the family. Now, yes, can you explain, just give a brief, um, sure. What, yeah, what kind of results, what kind of results can a person receive through a, a, a one day, eight hour workshop? Can you explain that? Okay. Well, first let me, I'll just do the, 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 like the, the, one of the brilliant, things about this work is, yes, nobody else needs to be involved, no other family member, nobody else even needs to know about it. Because because we're connecting to that, you know, family consciousness or energetic informational field of the family, the work we do together, whether we're doing it on the phone or in the workshop um, or in the immersion program, uh, it moves out into your life and into your family and into the world without anyone having to know about it. So just as we're moving back through time, uh, this work moves forward. Uh, it rolls down to our children and our descendants to come, even our children's children. Um because we're connecting to that life force. We're connecting to that, that movement, that continuum. Um, so there are many things, as you're getting like a little peek here, there are many things that are going on at one time um, with this work. It's, um, and the second question, you had two parts of the question. The second part was, just trying to remember right now. Well, the we talked. You talked about the family, and then the benefits oh, the that right. 
the results, right? So um, I'll just, I'll give, you know, I'll give an example of, of people not needing to be present uh, or results or how we work, you know, just how this unfolds. Um, uh, I had a, I was working with a client and um, they were working with a grief around their spouse dying. And um, so we did a, quite a moving piece of work uh, that my client was very grateful for. Uh, the next day, my client called and said that they had had a, uh, <laughs> an apparent uh, result of the constellation we did the day before because they had heard from their daughter, this was an adult daughter, that had got a call from my client's son who had been on the street uh, as an addict since, I believe, since he was 15 years old. And so I wasn't, we weren't working with that issue. I actually didn't even know anything about it when we worked together. But apparently, uh, that son had called the sister and said, this is where I am. I've checked myself into a rehab home. Uh, my client was like, just dumbfounded and was sharing this with me and asking, could this be related? And I knew, of course, it was directly related to the work we did. And just to carry that a little bit further, my client went on and did more work with me. Um, that man, but now I, this is quite a long time ago, maybe 10 years ago or something. Uh, you know, that man is sober and they actually started a family business together. Wow. So, um, and that's part of the, part of the, the hidden dynamics and revealing them is you just, you don't know how, how far that and why that ripple is going to to spread. Beautiful. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So. so we are we are about out of time here. Oh, wonderful! So, I don't mean wonderful, yeah. but this no, has been I mean fun. horrible, been... wonderful. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we had fun. Um, I hope our listeners enjoyed the uh, our first uh, podcast describing um, constellation work. And, um, and if you could please give your give uh, uh, your our listeners your website and let them know how what's coming up and how they can contact you. Sure. Um, so the easy way is familyconstellationwork.com. And um, there is uh, a way to connect with me personally there. Uh, please, you know, go ahead and tell your friends about this podcast. And you can find us on iTunes and Stitcher and all those different ways. Some of the upcoming uh, podcast topics we have just to kind of whet your appetite. Um, we have the morphogenic field, the resonance field of belonging, relationships, what is possible now. Our bodies as messengers, our hidden history, and this one shows up all the time. Your resistance speaks volumes and the paradox of growth. 
so that's just some of what we have coming up. And um, thank you so much. And uh, let's just, until next time, maybe we just take a, try to remember to just take some time out and nurture ourselves and take a breath and maybe just work a little bit with uh, just connecting to that that natural flow of life that is always there to support you. So thank you so much for joining us, and, and thank you, Megan. Thank you, Krista. Thank you, everyone. For more information on how you can experience constellation work through personal sessions via telephone or Skype, upcoming workshops, immersion learning programs, and online special topics training, please go to familyconstellationwork.com. Thank you for listening and subscribing to our podcast through iTunes, Stitcher, or Podbean.